Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of A Through One Comadres, where, where nothing's, nothing's off the table, table cuando estás entre comadres. This is a comadre Samantha, and we are so happy to be coming to you from Salad Bites Media Studio in the beautiful old town, Salinas, California. Salas A31. Ya lo sabes. <laughs> and we are nobody in comparison to La Doña, today's La Mera. topic, right? La Chingona. <laughs> we can keep going with all these names all that the she names, has. All names, right? And I know you know who we're talking about, right? Well, I hope you guys know. And if you don't know already... This is like the moment in the Sandlot where they're like the great Bambino, the salt of sweat, like boom. And the kid is still like, I have no idea what you're exactly. talking about. Oh, bro. I know. I haven't so seen if you forever. don't, this is going to be the episode for you. When we were thinking about all of the episodes that we wanted to do in the mm -hmm. month of March for Women's History Month, mm -hmm. one of the first things that came to mind, the first people, both the first of us iconic that we, yeah. figures, yeah, we that came to it. us, yeah. was La Doña. Maria Felix. <laughs> and you can see here explosions. Uh, you know, yay. <laughs> Aplauso. <laughs> Fireworks. It's oh like Disneyland. <laughs> right. No, but she's a bad bitch. I'm going to say that right now. 100. It's like she isn't, she was, she continues to be a bad bitch. Even in La Muerte, mm -hmm. her, what is it? Her um, energy. Reputation. Mm -hmm. I'm all like, her energy. I felt that last night. Her even. <laughs> yes. Even through death, post she's and I feel like Maria Felix too. The thing that's like crazy, well, not crazy, but the like interesting thing to me is that there's only certain for me, someone that I consider to be iconic is someone that like transcends generations. Mm -hmm. And Maria was one of those, even mm -hmm. though she was like the, a major star of like the 40s and the 50s, mm -hmm. that was like the height of her career. Like La Doña, La Doña, she literally transcends generations. She mm -hmm. just, yeah, my grandmother knows about her, my mm -hmm. mom knew about mm -hmm. knows about her, I know about her, and Amelie knows about her. Yep. So, exactly. Like, shoot, I got. I got her tattooed on my arm. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how much, like, I honestly, like, her and seeing her and watching her movies with, like, my dad and my grandma back in the day. It's just, like, mm -hmm. I wanted to be her when I was little. Really? Yes. Like, just her face expressions and her, like, her, what's it called? The bitch face, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know? resting bitch yeah, face. Yeah, there you go. She did resting bitch face before she's resting bitch face was, was a thing. thing. <laughs> exactly. She's the one who she made it up. so many things she, before it exactly. was a thing. Exactly. Like, she was one of those ladies and continues, like I said, you can't disrespect her even though she's not in this life anymore. If you disrespect her, you're going to get a visit from her. I'm like, like a backhand or something real. from somebody's mama if no. you're close by. <laughs> but it was just her personal, like her personal, like the way she brought up herself in the movie, especially in Andonia. Yeah, and that one like Doña Barbara, Doña Barbara. Yeah, that that's one. where she got the nickname La Doña. La Doña. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that one was what came out. That was well, she before that she made other movies, but that's the one yeah. that made her huge back in well, 1943. The first two movies she made, uh -huh. actually, she says that those were her first sins of like the movies. She didn't like the. She didn't like, like, the way that she was portrayed. And, like, the second one, she said she did it as, like, a favor mm. to Placencio, who was, like, oh, yeah, the yeah, person yeah, yeah. that, like, made her famous mm -hmm. or whatever, right? <clears throat> um, Or maybe not necessarily made her famous, but, like, brought her into the whole, like, Hollywood circles mm -hmm. and stuff and had her meet people like Agustin Lara and even, like, Cecil DeMille in Hollywood mm -hmm. and things like that. But, like, yeah, she, she called those later in life and, like, her biography, she said those were her first sins of, Her like, first two 
sins. Yeah. <laughs> well, I the love, first two movies, yeah, well, always she refers yeah. to them as like the, the the sins that she made in media or movies or yeah. whatever. I thought that was interesting. Pero La Doña was released in 1943. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the one that pretty much... I remember, well, the one that I seen her first. And then after that, there was a few other movies that I would see her. But the other one that I remember was um, Juana Gallo. Mm. That one I remember. My grandma used to be stuck on the TV watching that movie, Juana Gallo. And she also became, she was one of like, um, you know, back in the day, of course, 40s and 50s, like how we were saying, they were very machismo. Yes. You know, women never portrayed playing like a machismo role or, mm-hmm. you know, a bad bitch role back in the day because that wasn't the thing to do. It wasn't right to see or I guess you shouldn't allow women to be seen as una cualquiera, empowered, basically. Egg, exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. They didn't want women to be empowered. Well, she she turned that all upside down back in the Mexican cinema days. Yeah. She was like, nah, I'm going to be, I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to continue doing my thing. And she did the damn thing. She really did, though. Mm-hmm. And she she changed <clears throat> you know, the landscape of Mexican cinema for herself. Yep, she did. Um, And for a lot of other, you know, women who came before that. But yeah, let's get into it, right? Like, do you want to start, like, the very beginning, the beginning? She is an Aries. Oh, that's why we had to talk about it right now. Because it's Aries season. Exactly. She has that fire. I want to know what her moon is and her, what is it, her uh, rising and everything. Now I'm going to do that later. Anyways, but yeah, she has that fire, which she was born with. And no wonder she always had that charisma. See, there you go. Mm -hmm. And she has that. Don't tell an Aries they can't Mm -mm. do something. Never say no to them. Oh, my God. Never say no. Do not telling aries they can't do something because they're gonna do it they're gonna mm, prove you wrong yep exactly (laughs) so she was born april 8th 1914 back in the day yeah and coincidentally she died on her birthday april 8th 2002 dang that's crazy and right now i don't know if that got caught on mic or did you hear there was a little rumble mira doña i with all respect okay nothing wrong we love you we respect you with all good energy and hopefully we will do you justice (laughs) amen With my hands up, <laughs> she really. Oh, girl! I'm like, uh-uh. comadre Frenchie really had her hands <laughs> up. This is yes. that was creepy. That was cool though. Um, okay, tell us before we get into it. Also, just because that happened, tell us what you <laughs> shared with me off mic and where I got so, the chills. But so okay, so last night, of course, I'm always doing like a research for our show. You know, that's our thing to do, the and before. the night before because so I fresh in your exactly. Mind. So I want to write it down, and of course, the. La señora, you know, la doña, she, la gran señora. there is a rumor about her that she would do brujería. And of course, you know, my ass had to be looking for that, you know. So I was looking and searching and there was nothing. There was other rumors that made no sense. I was like, oh, I don't want to hear about that, you know. I and then going to entertain. Exactly. Both. Like, I don't, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. then she made even a contract with the devil. That's why she was so beautiful, rich, and had all these like, you know, famous stuff going on for her. Mm-hmm. So Pat snored out. It's 1030. <laughs> He's completely out. <laughs> And I hear the TV on. I have my music on my phone, and I have his um his iPro. Excuse me if I call it tablet. Um, his yeah. Excuse me. So his iPro. I'm all looking through the stuff, looking for videos, and then the door starts swinging. Like the windows are closed, the fan is off, the heater's off, and I'm just like, okay, homegirl, like stop it. You know, like I come with all respect. You know, I'm not trying to talk shit about you. Like I love you. You know. And no, no, no. Keep going. And then um. Anyways, that happened. It was going on for a good, like, five minutes. Next thing you know, I saw the one video 
Well, they were talking, you know, disrespectful about her and her brother. Oh, and then yeah. that's the one that the door slammed. I was like, fuck this. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was, oh, when you were researching the yeah. cheese men, exactly. that's when the door started yeah. moving. And then when you got into the real yes. crazy cheese men, the it door It was like slammed. the door slammed. Mm, I was like, girl. no, this is what she doesn't want me to see. So with all due respect, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 2.46 in the morning, something woke me the fuck up. Not going to lie. I turned around, Pat's there, but I saw a shadow. Did I look any further? Nope. I'm like, I'm too tired for this bullshit right now. You know, Ave Maria Purisima, amen. Let's go to Mimi's. I went back to bed. And that's it. Oh, my god. And so (laughs) Pat was like, don't bring your bruja stuff in here. I'm like, it's good bruja. She's just got mad because I saw some other shit I'm not supposed to see. Yeah, I was over here trying to be a metiche. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to be a segun reporter, yo, you know. But anyways, with all due respect, but she was a bruja, and I do respect her for that. Mm. I do love that about her because there's a rumor. There is other things. Well, the thing is I did, you know what I did find before we go into that? She used to go to El Mercado de las Brujas in Sonora. Oh, she's from Sonora, right? Yeah, she was born in Sonora. Mm -hmm. And there's like a, there's a really well-known, like, it's called Las Brujas del Mercado. Mm -hmm. And she would make many visits to like. como una botanica? Yeah. But it's obviously outside. And it was like for limpiezas, cleanses, for like, you know, good luck, for beauty. Yeah, all that stuff. The stuff. Veladoras. Mm -hmm. Santitos. Mm -hmm. Cosas así. Remedios. Everything. I feel like a lot of people don't go to places like that because they think that it's like brujería. But a lot of, there's a lot of like hierbas and Mm -hmm. remedios and like stuff like that that you could get there that it's like, yeah. And then there's some other stuff that I don't fuck with, but. (laughs) It's neither here nor there. Yeah, but she she went there to do uh to continue to be beautiful, mm-hmm. get fame, be rich. She was looks wise. Mm, she was bomb. Um, gorgeous, just like bomb as fuck. And to me, such a classic beauty, mm-hmm. right? Like it yes. wasn't. I look at the pictures of her now, and I'm like, she could she could be a movie star today you know what i'm saying it, she doesn't even look like oh she belongs in a certain era no nope. she's such a classic beauty mm-hmm. what so many other women and even men aspire to be right mm-hmm. like yes definitely yes. and everyone knows who she is but the thing about maria felix that like gets me the most is that like she didn't rely on her looks no. She was a woman about her wits. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that I love the most mm-hmm. about her is that she there even, you know, <clears throat> in her later years, like there were reporters that would like try to manipulate her and to say she was not about the business. Oh, hell like, no. She, she put everyone in her place. Down. Exactly. Exactly. I would be scared to talk to her of disrespect for in any way if I was a reporter in front of her. I'll be like bowing down to her feet like, yes, like I'm not worthy type of shit, you know? <laughs> like, mm-mm. No, but I mean, especially in that era, so many men, mm-hmm. you know, felt so empowered to Yeah. To... Well, back in the day in the 40s and 50s, who, mm-hmm. who was a big actor? Agustin Lara, Pedro, her, her second husband. <laughs> all the men she married. Yeah, Jorge all, Regrete, um, oh yeah, Dolores Jorge, del Rio. Was Pedro Infante back in the day too? Uh huh. Pedro yeah. Infante, Javier Solis. Javier Solis, exactly. Um, Chavela Vargas. Mm-hmm. Who else? I know, like, I mean, actors wise, I mean, there was a lot, obviously. I mean, he wasn't like a machismo. Well, I'm. Yeah, he didn't play a much of a machismo role. Fucking Cantinflas. No, <laughs> I think yeah. of like it was like comedy for him. But anyways, that's what I thought of. But yeah, it was like big roles like that with like the her- heroic man coming in to mm-hmm. save the woman. Like 
I'm here to save you with their horse behind them, you know? And yeah. Maria was like, nah. Nah, I'm not about that. I don't need saving. Mm-mm. I saved myself. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I got myself. Yeah. I got that. Move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that movie, um, Bogambilia. Oh, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but same thing, yeah. like damsel in distress and like mm-hmm. people. Yeah, but I have a very um, beautiful memory of watching that. But anyhow, yeah, I that's what she was like. Uh, nah, get the script away from me. Bro. Exactly. She legit <laughs> is, was like that. And she would like legit state her case. Like she'd be like, this is beneath me. Like, you know what I mean? Like Straight, she, was like, uh, nah, she like, knew her I'm, worth exactly and she was like i'm not working she was quoted as saying that she was a very intolerant woman and she liked it that way and they said like oh like what do you mean by that you know and she was like i'm intolerant of filth i'm intolerant of like people trying to fit me into their box i'm intolerant Mm -hmm. of all these different things she was like i just don't tolerate it you know she was like i am my own person if mm-hmm. i need help then you can give it to me you exactly know? Like, yeah i'll ask would. when i need it mm-hmm. but she people never needed it <laughs> I, she seldom asked as far as she was like nah i'm good yeah <laughs> no but i mean like we said and we saw that she was one out of 15 siblings you know she yeah. had like i don't know i mean the exact numbers of brothers and sisters but she was one out of 15 families hell yeah we which we all know our grandmas back in the day i mean my you know, my mom's no, not my mom's. My dad's mom was had seventeen kids. Yeah. You know, my mom makes a joke that there was obviously no TV really working back <laughs> in the day. Anyways, but hey, that was you know. My grandma yeah. comes from a big ass family, and yeah. then my mom again, one of thirteen. See, so. there you go, and then <laughs> here I am, just an only child. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll only have Amelie. You're like that's, that's crazy, it. huh? No, but yeah, and then um, she was raised as a tomboy. Back, you know, mm-hmm. her brothers would pick her on her, and I guess that's what made her strong. I think when you come from a family mm-hmm. like that, like you have to like I, I when I say a family like that, I mean such a large family. You really have to pave your way. Like, you know what? I came from a family of like where there were three children mm-hmm. and even I felt like I needed to like speak up. That's probably why I yell now. Sorry, guys. Because <laughs> I, you know, because you're I'm always so used trying to, to like <laughs> get like your your word out. It's a big, yeah. bustling, busy family. Imagine trying to speak your piece mm-hmm. or like take the floor when there's like 15 of my brothers. <laughs> you know I like I how mean? you say like, that because when Pat first met my family we have conversations but we yell we don't know that because we always talk like that yeah so one time when Pat and me were dating he was like why are you guys yelling and my aunt looks at him like the fuck we're not yelling this is how we talk and I was like yeah <laughs> and then after he was like never again am I asking that I was like we just I mean it's natural That's how we talk yeah That's so, how we are but yeah she obviously 15 you know i wonder if she was a baby or like the middle i mean i don't remember reading anything about that or seeing that she was i didn't either no 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 and then um obviously then then she was born in sonora and then after that she alamos Alamos. sonora mexico i wonder where that's at in sonora i never heard of it i'm sure there's a shrine to her somewhere probably i wouldn't doubt it of course I'm not thinking of Coco for some reason. (laughs) I I love you. (laughs) I don't know why I just thought of Coco. Guys, I'm so tired. (laughs) What was it then? Obviously, because you know, back in the day, women have one job is just to basically like serve 
the men, you know, back if your kid or a little girl, you have to clean for them, you have to cook for them, yep. do everything for them. Very traditional. Mm-hmm. Very traditional. But I mean, I think that's why, too, she was like always like that tomboy at heart because mm-hmm. she was like obviously not raised by her brothers, but always played with her brothers because yeah. she had a really close relationship with one of them. Pablo. 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 Yeah. yeah. And then after that, you know, even at a young age, her her beauty was very attracted, like attracting to everyone. Yeah, didn't they say, when did her family move to Guadalajara? I didn't get that. I don't remember. I think she was like. She was a teenager. She was a teenager. Yeah. It was either 15 or 17. Well, she married her first husband at 17 to get out of the house because that's the only reason or only way. Maybe they moved there when she was 15 then. (laughs) Like (laughs) one of those ages. I don't remember that. Yeah. Maybe I'm just making that up. I don't know. But yeah, (laughs) when she was 17, she definitely lived in Guadalajara because Mm -hmm. she she was in a beauty pageant. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that when she met her Mm -hmm. first husband? Is Mm -hmm. that how she met him Mm -hmm. in the beauty pageant? And she no, not in the beauty pageant. I don't think so. But I know what I asked you. Oh, my bad. I'm all like looking and drinking. And I mean, my coffee. Sorry. It's it's been a long day. It's been a long day. I know. Same here. (laughs) But she was crowned beauty queen. She won. I mean, as a chiquita, she was always been beautiful. Her looks were just like, bam. Yeah. She's the center of attention in the room when she doesn't want it and she still gets it or would get it. We'll talk about like all the people get <laughs> all the broken hearts. Yeah. She <laughs> left a trail of broken hearts and like mm-hmm. not even people that she like minded. You know what I mean? You know how some some people are like, oh, yeah, they'll like lead men on. She like never even corresponded with homeboy. And mm-hmm. he's like my dying love. Like, like, I love you. Be with me. You'll yeah. have all the riches in the world. And nope. Diego Rivera <laughs> was one of them, right? Oh, yeah. I was going to look that up. I Diego Rivera was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Mama was a hoe. <laughs> but, hey. She I had mean, me to try to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work out. But nope. he's with his real family. I know. Yeah, like, he was, like, in love with her. Like, I want you to be with me type of love when he was over here with Frida Kahlo. Yeah, and he was, like, not even correspondido, right? Mm -mm. Like, she, ni en el mundo la hacía. Oh, see, look at, there's a secret message from Diego Rivero. Well, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell it. God dang it, let me find it. So, (laughs) revelan mensaje de amor escrito por Diego Rivera para María Félix. Damn. Damn, even there's a cute picture. It was like a manifesto of love to her by Diego. He was like a poet too, right? Or just like, he had poet, like he had a way with words. A way with words? Yeah. Yeah. I think to be the persona that he was, you kind of had to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I mean, if he had a hand for drawing and all that stuff, then I don't know. Anyhow. Damn, he drew her too. I'm all looking up. Of course, he was probably obsessed with her. He had a picture and everywhere in the room. Probably, oh, that's kind of creepy yeah. though. Never mind, that's not sexy no more. That's not. <laughs> that's not romantic. Let's take it back. Yeah. But anyway, she married her first husband when she was 17 years old. Yes, she did in a pretty dress. I saw the picture. Obviously, <laughs> but it was like old school 50s, 40s dresses. You know, very like it was no. like a princess. No, if she was 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm not doing the math right now, girl. After work, I'm done doing that. <laughs> So that would have been like 1931. Oh, shit, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like, you know what the dress yeah. looked like? It was like, um, you're like 40s and 50s. Meghan Markle dress type of thing. Oh, is it was like it was that type of dress. Oh. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. She married him at 17 because that's the only way for a young lady to get out of the house. Yeah. So then that would have been 1931. Okay. There you go. You did the math. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down real quick, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, for it'll be like that though. 
Yeah, and then with her first marriage, she had her only son, Enrique Alvarez Felix, a.k.a. Quique. Yeah. Yeah, and then tragically, he she out she outlived her son. That's so sad. Yeah. He was young. He had a heart attack in 96, and then I'm not doing the math there, but he was young. He was a young little, well, yeah, little kid to her, you know? Yeah. And then there was a bunch of drama with her first marriage, too. Yeah, because she was only married to him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was actually, there's a really interesting story that I want to tell about Maria Felix. This is mm-hmm. like, I, I was it. like, dude, she is a bad bitch. <laughs> Maria Felix had to bury her only son who was like, she was like, her son was like everything to yeah. her, right? She she said in an interview that she was intolerant of anybody that like didn't, she was intolerant of everything. Like if she didn't feel someone was doing like their job or like they weren't giving her what she asked for or mm-hmm. something like that, that she would just like get up and speak her mind and that she had always been that way. Mm-hmm. She saw, for example, during the mass when she was burying her son, mm-hmm. there was like a padre or sacerdote or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Que estaba dando la misa. And mm-hmm. she says, she tells a story. I saw the video of her <laughs> telling the story. She says, que estaba dando la misa y que se le ocurrió. <laughs> the way that she was taught. I fucking loved it. With her all, hands on, like all yeah. like. Now, wonder all these men mm-hmm. loved her. And then just the way that she carried her voice mm-hmm. and stuff. But she was saying that the words that she used too, mm-hmm. they were very like, insinuative right mm-hmm. like se le ocurrió a este hombre dar <laughs> se, um, like misa y hablar de unos apóstoles she was like en la misa de mi hijo she was like ese Ugh. no era el momento she, and then she was like the reporter yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy who was interviewing her uh-huh. and he was like oh so you're intolerant so what did you do he, she was like I shut him up <laughs> she was like i got up and i and i told him like that this was not the time for him to be talking about menigos well not menigos i guess sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> talking about darn well, apostoles well it's the quote-unquote right yeah exactly. there you go y que este, que en vez de eso que she took him off the stage i totally can see habló that a su hermana y a sus hermanos uh-huh. to go up and Ellos comenzaron a rezar este unos rezos que le enseñó su madre de niña. Okay. Y que eso fue un momento tan tierno, tan íntimo para ella, uh-huh. que es algo que ella, she's never going to forget it ever in her whole life, right? Uh-huh. And so she was talking about, like, you know, like, I had to create that for myself, essentially, uh-huh. you know, because he wanted to go off and talk about apostoles. Like, like this was a perfect timing for This it. was my kid. Yeah. Like, you know, this was not your time for apostoles. So the, the guy was like, so you shut, and she was like, I shut my own father up. Why would I not shut him up? Was Kudos like, to her. Well, damn. <laughs> Sorry. <You know? laughs> and that was her answer. It was like, I I don't hold my tongue for my own father. Why do you think I would hold it for this man? Yeah. Kudos to her. That's. I mean, that's your kid. What, You're what's the do, female yeah. equivalent of BDE? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Girl. I don't know. That's. That's my question. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was, I was like, I hella got to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> and I mean, and it's cool, I mean, that you bring that up because you're a mom. And if, like, you can hella relate to something like that, I, it's like, well, you know, I mean, God forbid, you know, but no, I'm just saying if anything would happen, like, and then this person that's supposed to be doing a mass, you know, and it's like, 
wait, you're talking about this, not even about my kid that's laying right in front of you? Like, hold on. That's exactly what she was saying. He's <laughs> laying right in front of you, and you're over here talking about, she was saying, like, these, like, apostolos that lived a million years ago. I'm like, who gives a fuck about them? Like, sorry. But yeah. It, like, it's the she, truth. Yeah. Like, they're, you know. She was so eloquent with her words. I can't remember, but, like. She used big words. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it was so fancy. And it's, like, she said something she about, like, the R's, and she rolled her R's, and I was, like, so, it was, like, seducted by it, mm-hmm. you know? She said she only loved cultured men. Mm. And she talked about in that same interview. She, I'm assuming it's, I'm sure it was the same interview because the earrings were all the same and the hair and stuff. But anyhow, I'm sure she didn't repeat outfits. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, you know what, what bitch? Saying. She always had black on. Dang, now that you mention that. She always had, see, she was a bruja. She was timeless. I love it. But see, it's so timeless. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know what? Yeah. A lot of people wear black too after for so long and when they're still in mourning. Maybe she was in yeah, mourning for her maybe son. Maybe she did it after her yeah, son. Yeah. Because it would make sense because before. Guardando, it's called Guardando Luto. Yeah, because her outfits in the day. Look at me being hella Mexican, but I'm growing <laughs> up to be. I need to graduate to be a senora soon. So, dude. Bitch, you're there. <laughs> I need to get divorced so I can get wiped up, bitch. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm done with you, girl. That's why I love you. Oh my goodness. But you know what her when son- I was I'm just gonna say this <clears throat> too real quick. <laughs> when I was in Los Angeles, I stopped by like a mercado really quick and they had the huge ollas. You know, if anyone <laughs> who knows what I'm talking about, like the huge ollas that you make, like carnitas or pozole, you know, they had a whole uh-huh. bunch of different ones. And I took a picture of it and I sent it to our group friend text message and I was like, oh, yeah. one of these days I'm gonna graduate to this level of like, <laughs> that's the level up I'm trying to get to y'all. That's the group so. message I see when I'm on my lunch. I'm like, God damn it, Sam. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to do that too, though. Yeah, see, when we get to that level of senor, like that's that's the level of senora that like Jenny Six Nine talks about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's that. Do you see that bitch running heels? Oh, and and then she was all take two. Yeah, is it la madre? I can't damn. do that no more. I used to do that with six inches, not anymore. I can't. I don't even know if I could do that. Uh, generally it. speaking, like, <laughs> I might, I might sprain an ankle. Oh, just hell yeah, dude, I'll Nike just crawl. Stitch. I'll just crawl. If I'm already fucking dreading coming down my stairs with just flats, imagínate con un pinche catacón, no mames. I love that we're talking about Jenny Six Nine on the I love episode her. of Maria Felix. Because <laughs> you know what, Jenny Six Nine, I'm gonna Nine, send her this shit. <laughs> She's cool. I mean, she's she's different. I love that she's just so open about it, you know. And I love the meme. Yes, I love her meme where if she can't have me at eating tacos when she's all, (laughs) you know, with her chongo over here, her no makeup, her you know flannel pajamas like we all have. I love the realness of her. That's what I like. Hell yeah, dude! Her videos on YouTube. Oh, they always catch me. Hilarious. I want to go to if she once COVID's over. I want to go to her. she has like these party things at the club. It's like puteando or something, perreando, oh. puti- but it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, that's her thing. Yeah, I have one of her hats at a club. That's hilarious. I um, I remember <laughs> very vividly watching a video of hers, and she was watching somebody else's video, uh-huh. and she was like, she rewinded it, and she was like, "Girl, now I know she didn't just." buy that without using the coupon that was on the top and i was like oh i'm here for it (laughs) (laughs) this is my kind of people i have her hat her corona hat and it has jenny six nine on the side oh that's the corona hat yeah that's from her the little lime Mm -hmm. that's so cute and um i yeah i have a sweatshirt that says senora life 
See? Yeah, and that's it's what just I'm tight. That's the Senora yeah. life. We, the Maria Felix. <laughs> <laughs> There's levels to everything. There's levels to this shit. We're on, I'm on level 30. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I, you're 30 years old. Yeah. That's your, I got it. That's my level, girl. No, but yeah, so she married homeboy. What was her fir- the first guy's name again? Enrique? Enrique, right? No, that was her son's name. No, Kike. that was her husband's name. Oh, Kike, yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. Jun- you're right. You're right. You're right. And then she married Agustin Lara. That was her second husband. Yes. I'm sorry. Motherfucker had a bomb ass voice, but he was ugly as fuck. But and I think again. that's what he caught. That's how she caught or he caught her with that voice. Because he was singing songs about her. Not just seeing he would write songs about mm-hmm. her and then sing them. What was the song? What's Maria the Bonita. That was another nickname. Na, 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 na. Exactly. Da, 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 I'm all here with my harp na, over here. Na, 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 na. See, it's a pretty song. And I remember my grandma singing that. Yeah. You know, I thought that song was about her because her name was Maria too. <laughs> And then um, I didn't even get the other guy. Honestly, like I just seen Agustin Lara. I'm like, I know who that is. Jorge Negrete. Oh, yeah. It's a way too. Sorry. <laughs> Another like amazing singer. Jorge Negrete, pero ese, ese way sí estaba bien parecido. What he do you was mean? handsome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jorge Negrete was handsome. Yeah. Agustin Lara, okay. Todavía te la paso. He looks like a skeleton. Sorry. You're so mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. I mean... Girl, I find Bruno Mars attractive, and I know a lot of girls don't find him attractive. Why? why? I think he's attractive. Well, I just know, don't like. I love his songs and his mu- and the way he moves. Shoof. She married him in 1952, and then he died in 1953. Quién? Jorge Negrete. Oh shit, that was short. Mm-hmm. Aww, they weren't married for that long, but he was handsome. Yeah, it's a C. He had that very like. Spanish nose, mm. I feel like that was like the very straight, narrow bridged nose. That's like my father in law. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, that's he looks He's like Pedro Infante. Man. No, Pedro Infante, I feel like, was even more handsome. Oh, no, but he, he looks something similar to yeah. him. Yeah. I think all men like that, that acted or looked like that, had something similar. Yeah. The same um, goatee, was that what it's called? The same stash, whatever. Yeah. She was married her last marriage mm-hmm. to Alex Berger. I'm- Berger? Berger, whatever. B B E R G E R, right? Yeah. Yeah. Burger. Burger. She was married to him the longest. She married him in 1956. Mm-hmm. And then he died in 1974. That's the one she was heartbroken over, I heard. Mm-hmm. That's what I read. Not that I heard. Yeah. But yeah, I read that, that she was so completely that was devastated. The one that really hurt her. But she later in life said that she manifested like the man that she wanted or whatever. And she was like, I wanted someone who was like younger than me, who was very attractive, who was cultured, who was mm-hmm. well traveled. She was like, Yeah, además de eso, lo quería pintor. Pero como decían las palabras, like so matter of fact, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I was, and people didn't understand her, and I see it, and I'm like, she was manifesting. That's what she's talking about. She's talking about manifesting. And she was like, Yo se lo pedí, yo se lo pedí a mi Dios. See, she was doing spells with her words. Yes. Mm -hmm. See? And she would enchant these men. She would seduce them with the looks, her words, and her hands. Girl, see? Mm. I used to, I, yeah, done, done, Punto. Yeah. yeah, I already know, but yes, but she, even with, when I was watching her interviews last night, she had like the, one of her ones with um, Veronica Castro and she was in a chair. She sat like in a throne. Mm. That was her chair. Like the way, you know, she was, if I'm going to sit down somewhere, I'm going to make sure it, it is seen and heard. She era amante de la este antigüedades. Yeah. She loved antiques. Mm-hmm. That was her thing. So she collected like all these like antiquities and she loved like antique 
furniture mm-hmm. and candelabras and like just, paintings yeah. and stuff like that. Like um, the bougie, but it was like back bougie days, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. Jewelry, gold, and you yeah. remember seeing her earrings? How like beautiful and the pearls and it she was just like a arracadas, yes. yes, it was just a statement that she had and that look. You know what look she reminds me? Well, I think this is where the rock got her from the eyebrow thing when okay. she gives you that one side eye look. Mm. Like I'm, you know, like bitch, you know, just lifts the one eyebrow. Yeah, that's where the rock got her from. yeah just straight up that's my story and i'm sticking to it (laughs) that's it (laughs) no but and then like the one thing i asked you because i didn't really understand what this meant i like how i read somewhere it says she became the number one enemy of mexican family morals yeah because she was like a seductress so during that time it was like during a time in cinema, not just in Mexican cinema, but it's cinema in general and just a general trend mm-hmm. in the world, especially in the Western world of like modesty. Yeah. And women having like, quote unquote, a place. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so she was like very outspoken. She was very much someone who did not allow for anyone to make decisions for her she Mm -hmm. did you know what i mean like her her, own rules exactly Mm -hmm. she made her own rules and she played by her own rules what it was was that she was an empowered woman Mm -hmm. and people didn't like that especially uh males and everything was male dominated at Mm -hmm. that time and she didn't just call out chauvinism and things of that nature she also like called out like the government too and like talked about like her politics and she made it known how she felt big time yeah Mm, that energy that again exactly the female version of bd Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah she um so i feel like that was just they saw her as someone that was like anti like the moralities Mm -hmm. of or the morals of that time right exactly so so yeah i think that's where that quote comes from and it's it's funny though because she didn't she didn't call it herself or she didn't call herself as a feminist Mm -mm. she did not like we said she has strong opinions about a lot of things and made her voice known she was an empowered woman hell yeah she She was was an empowered woman who Mm -hmm. was very intolerant I love that. <laughs> it's just, I just, I don't know, man. It's just everything about her was just, she's she's just, when you look at her, it's like you already fall into her spell. Mm. That's how it is, especially with that look. That's it, man. Do you know that, I, like, when she was married to Agustin Lara, like, she made a film with him or whatever, and they got off to, like, a really rocky start. Oh, I did see that. I they read that. They didn't like each other. Mm-mm. No, yeah. because at the time, he was married to somebody else who was also, like, a very famous actress. Why yeah. can't I remember her name? Well, she I didn't take very... I'm sorry, guys. I've no. got a lot going on. You'll, <laughs> Don't be sorry. What is, what's that word we never say, remember? Oh, yeah. I, sh- I need to stop apologizing. We need to yeah. learn how to stop apologizing because Maria Felix wouldn't like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That makes me so... You got to get that energy, girl. Like, I don't know. Yes. See, I'm telling you, I know you're a Pisces and I know you and I are best friends. and I know we think a lot alike, but Pisces season fucked both of us up. And you got to admit that. Dude, Pisces season. I was all, I still kind of a little bit out in my feels. Anyhow, I don't want to talk about it. But Aries season. crying. 
No, we don't want no crime. No, it's fire. Exactly. We're, yeah, it's all about the fire now. Mm-hmm. But how come they didn't like each other? Does it say why? Or like they well, just annoy each other? Because, no, because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know each other. <laughs> it was because at the time, Agustin Lara was married to this other woman who was mm-hmm. also like a very famous. She was also a very famous actress. And he wanted her to star in the film he wanted his wife at the time to star mm-hmm. in the film and and oh, they didn't I think give I it remember. to her they gave it to maria Felix. Oh, okay i remember seeing that so he he did it they <clears throat> they did not get off to a very good, a good start, start. <laughs> they're like fuck you <laughs> yeah and look at they all they found it was, all, it was mira he he it was funny she got he seduced her <laughs> or no she he ends up marrying yeah. her but like yeah i thought that was a very in- cool little tidbit <laughs> that's crazy though who would have thought that mm-hmm. and then it's kind of cool though too speaking of coco uh, maria felix also makes an appearance in there she's in the little party room did you watch coco oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh and, my uh, god we watch it amelie loves it i still watch it till this and day that's like i feel like we well i was gonna say we have disney plus like i pay for it but i don't <laughs> no one needs to know that <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna edit that um, out i'm just kidding <laughs> No, we don't have to. Uh, <laughs> thank you. We love it. But we seriously, the thing we watch the most, like I feel like we only have Disney Plus to watch Coco. <laughs> As her favorite thing to watch. Coco's a dude, I love that movie. I, love I it still too. cry. I, I cry, cry every anymore. time. No, I do. Not every single time. But. I'm not sure this is true, but if this is still considered her her net worth or was her net worth, Maria Felix was only worth four point five million. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, it was with Jorge Negrete that she got off to the bad. It was Jorge Negrete. It wasn't Agustin Lara. What was one of those actors? Yeah, he (laughs) he was with Gloria Marin at the time. That's who it was. Okay, okay. I know. Yes, 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 yes. And yeah, he wanted Gloria Marin to 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 be to the main the the main main actress. actress, The what was the film called? El Peñón de las Animas. Oh, okay that's one yeah. yeah okay that's crazy man and then later on they got married because <laughs> <laughs> yeah mira uh, i'm still so disappointed about that network like how much she was or is back in the day i mean i guess that makes kind of sense because not much was yeah they used know? to play folks especially females hell yeah they did but that doesn't make sense because she had all those like antiques and stuff like that she I don't know. Any properties. She had. Was it in a trust? Oh, no. She. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, not, it's not funny, but like basically after she passed away, all her stuff was not even like sent. I mean, obviously, because she had no one to give it to because her son wasn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. So everything went to, um, I think what I read or I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was all her jewelry, her money and anything, her estates and stuff like that went to an act her or estate. estate went to um. I think like an old like director or something like that, which they became really close friends. So all that stuff became to him, oh, like all she, his. Yeah. She, and like on her will, I guess, mm-hmm, basically. Left it to him. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I know, right? That's sad. So many like people don't enjoy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like their riches and stuff. Like I bet now the royalties of stuff like that's crazy because people stream it and like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I saw this thing last night where I thought it was pretty cool. La Doña, you know, known as La Doña, the devourer of men, Maria La Bonita. Mm-hmm. The devourer of, of men. Yeah. I love that. 
Um, she is a woman of power, fame, fortune, and charisma, who in the land of machos threw their machismo back in their faces with her supernatural force. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I like that. I was like, let me keep saying that. That's like manifesting your own self to be like that, you know? Dang. But I, don't know, I thought that was cool when I read that. I mean, just Maria Felix, till this day, people know who she is. People respect her as an actress. People still talk about her. People still watch her movies and people still love her. And like like me, I have her face tatted, tatted on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> she was painted a lot of by a lot of different um, artists. Uh, yeah, very important artists. Ooh, like who? Name um, Jose Clemente Orozco. Um, oh, my God, who that is. Okay. She actually, Maria Felix was friends with uh, Frida Kahlo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Another empowered woman, también. Yeah. It was funny, though, because she said that when Jose Clemente Orozco painted her, he painted her like a makeup skull. And then and then she said that when Diego Rivera painted her, she said it was quoted as muy malo. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, fuck, no, I better yeah. do this again. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> man, that's crazy. And she- then, and then, the, it's reported that Diego Rivera had later asked for the painting back because he wanted it to be like part of like a, a display mm-hmm. of like you know a retrospective w- of Diego's work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro." Nah, she straight up refused. She actually, what I read too, she had a room uh, full of paintings from Diego Rivera. Yeah. Well, actually, that this this painting that is that they talk about or whatever, this mm-hmm. is another very famous one. I wonder what happened to this one because Maria Felix, she she said she didn't like the painting. Like she was quoted as saying that. So she said she <laughs> sold it to Juan Gabriel uh, for 15 million pesos. Juanga? Yeah. Juan Gabriel bought it off of her for 15 million pesos. I don't know. That gave me the chills. But I love that because they're both iconic people. <laughs> and that's just, oh, my God. Juanga. <laughs> yeah. I love him. And she was like, I never liked Diego's paintings. And I would tell him to his face. <laughs> no shame. She was like, fuck y'all. I don't like it, man. Straight up. Well, but see, the thing is, is because she says that like she wanted to be painted a certain way. And mm. he always painted her the way that he saw her. Like which what? was desnuda. Mm-hmm. Mm, pues sí. Yep. Este way. Yeah. So she wow. would like straight up tell him. That she didn't like it. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, she didn't care. She didn't give a fuck. It's not not mm-hmm. all. You know what? I always say that. Like, you know, when people are like, oh, do you care? Or, or did that break your heart? Or, you know, this <laughs> and that. And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's one thing when something hurts your feelings. Like, for mm-hmm. me, if something hurts my feelings, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, the worst is for me to not have anything for you. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I Ni por bien, ni por mal. Mm-hmm. I got nothing for you, motherfucker. Like, sorry, bitch. It's like when you see girls mad nothing. or, you know, and they start laughing, that's when you should run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my ni por bien, ni por mal. Yeah. Like, that's the worst. And I feel like that's like the the attitude that Maria Fel carried throughout her life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Ni por bien, ni por mal. But she was like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I really am not here to appease anybody. I'm here to live my life the way that I want to live mm-hmm. it in the best way that I see possible. And that you know in another interview i saw where they asked her like do you feel like you have gotten the best of life and she was like i've gotten the best 
not of how I would have imagined my life, uh-huh. but the best to my possibilities mm-hmm. of what I could give mm-hmm. myself in this life. But she even imagined something even greater and more yep. grandiose for herself. And I love that because I try to embody that mentality of like the my best days are yet to come all my best days are ahead of me mm-hmm. and that's easy for me to think about right you mm-hmm. know what i mean and people are like oh that's so selfish or you know no. like it's not you've gotten to do so much in your life already but like i even think about it like even with my daughter like she's gonna go to school she's gonna graduate she's gonna fall in love she's gonna get married she's mm-hmm. gonna you know what i mean she's gonna buy live her life she's gonna be happy she's gonna Mm -hmm. have a dog like you know what i mean (laughs) she might have children she might choose to buy a home Mm -hmm. she might choose to travel the world like whatever she chooses all my best days for me to be able to grow old and see my daughter and see her develop as a person and to be happy like those are all the best days of my life they're all in front of me you know what I mean like I have so much to look forward to and I feel like that's kind of the mindset that Maria Felix had as well too like Mm -hmm. you know when she answers questions like that oh did you live your best life she was like the best of my possibilities but it wasn't the best thing that I had imagined for myself (laughs) you know what I mean I just love when when she says that and I'm still living my best life yeah it's like I'm still doing me I'm still gonna continue doing me like it or not Mm. shit Straight up, like with a you know shoulders up, head up, held high, and that was it. Do we got it? She's a mood, right? She's a straight (laughs) mood. mood, With over nearly fifty movies back in her day, you know, over in five countries, which was like what Mexico, Mexico. España, France, Italy, and Argentina. Yeah, she's a crossover. Exactly, and she was a singer too. Star, singer and actress. Well, I mean. Was all yeah. back in the day was both, it's, but yeah, yeah, you had to be the triple threat. She was everything though. Any mm-hmm. threat there was, that was her. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I want to see if I can. Like, I found like obviously because of TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is addicting. If you guys don't have it, then don't get it. <laughs> that shit don't. will like let you literally be on all night on this damn phone. I obviously hashtagged her name. <laughs> oh yeah, just looked up. The, I just looked okay. up her name, um, Maria Felix, and then um. All of her interviews came up, and you probably saw them too, con Veronica Castro, who oh, is yeah, yeah. Cristian Castro's mom, mm-hmm. you know? And a little rumor about her too. She, you know, she liked the girls too, which was cool. She, But she was yeah. so ashamed to put it out there because, again, it's like women are not supposed to be mm-hmm. or doing things like that. And she was in love with Ana Gabriel. Sorry, I just had to say that because I think it's a beautiful story. <laughs> so this is the video real quick. I want to just put this because I just think it's so cool. The way she, you'll hear her voice, how she's just speaking, how she feels so proud and so strong about it you know i don't know if this is copyrighted Can well we okay this? well i'm pretty sure we'll i mean if it's not then oh i saw it on tiktok it's i don't know i'll we'll try tell it. you how to get it yeah we'll tell you how to get it <laughs> well yeah it's on you know and it's basically telling las mujeres to protesten like use your voice oh, okay like this is the like you know maybe i won't play it because i don't want to do like a copyright yeah. but fuck man it's like it's a fucking tiktok anyways <laughs> but you know i, don't I know get i know trouble and it's just God talking it. and it's talking about like Go to school, get educated, know your rights. Protest. <laughs> Don't let men can't, you know. Can we put it on the comadres page? Oh, I can do that. Yes. yes. When okay. We, when you hear this, and if you want to know what Frenchie is talking about, I'm saving it as right soon now. as this comes out, we will also post it on the 831 Comadres Instagram page saving so that it. you can go and check it out there. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah, good idea. Oh, see, you're yes. so smart. I went to college, bitch. <laughs> 
I didn't graduate, but I went. <laughs> I was good enough to get accepted. <laughs> but yeah. All their bullshit. Fucking gatekeeper. Colonialized <laughs> fucking requirements. Anyhow, moving right along, folks. I think that is a great way for us to segue into regalos y cargas. Yes. Like we always do. Do you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Jolly old good time. Um, gosh, my carga. I, <laughs> I might just cry. Um, no, don't yeah. cry. So, so I had to run down to Southern California, and I thought it was going to be a really quick trip and to help my dad with like a quick little in and out procedure. And it ended up not being that at all. And he had to have a major surgery done on his heart. And so, yeah, it's been very stressful. And yeah, there's just been so much. It's been a lot. But we are pushing through and today we pivoted into a good direction because there was some stuff that was kind of scary. So we're still I'm I'm getting back to, to L.A. as quick as possible to be by his side. And yeah, and thankfully, um, I'll just segue right into regalo. So my regalo this week is thank you so much, Leandra. Amy's Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know my baby girl is safe when she's there. And, you know, I know that she's so well taken care of and stuff. And so, yeah, so her dad had her for her regular days and then, you know, picked her up again. They were, you know, between him and his mom were able to, you know, to keep her over the weekend and stuff so that I can stay with my dad. But it was so difficult to be gone from my daughter for all that time and then to be so stressed out about my dad. But really one of the things that really got me through. Thank you so much, Leandra. I really, really, really appreciate you loving Emily the way that you do and taking care of her and, and being able to step up like that for me you know when I need you to because that really allowed me to to focus on the things that I needed to focus on with my dad and so I'm so happy and grateful and appreciative because the circle of people that I have in my life that I trust with my daughter is so small like yeah the list is literally like three people deep I feel like you know what I mean like someone said one time it was like who would you trust with a billion dollars in cash like, who could you actually really in your life mm -hmm. trust with, like, a, a million dollars even in cash? Like, those are the people that you can trust with your child. Exactly. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you might have some cool homegirls or whatever, you know, but who could you actually trust mm -hmm. with a mil like, cash like that? That's the list of people who could take care of my kid. <laughs> you know, yeah. so the list is small. It's real short of the people who are actually responsible. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? All that good stuff. Thankfully, within that short list, you know, I was able to get through it. And there's another, you know, big week I need to get through mm -hmm. this week coming up. But keeping positive and... Yeah, take it away, Frenchie. <laughs> Ay, amiga. Ay. I'm going to give you like a big old hug yeah, after this. Yeah, cross. <laughs> Let's see. My cargas for, I mean, I don't, honestly, I'll say it again. I said it early in the show. Pisces season fucked me up. It All really up did. up in the fields, mm -hmm. right? Literally up in the fields. And 
it was I I had a lot of crying nights, you know, obviously I don't say much, you know, I try to keep my, you know, to myself a lot. But it was during that time where um, it felt like I was going back into a dark place mm-hmm. and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. It felt like I need to get out of here. I like what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I felt like I wasn't being pushed encouraged to do you know the work that you know you and I have been doing you know with like going out and you know having her voice be heard I just didn't find that fire in me anymore I was just like who am I what's going on and and I think after I don't know I saw a video obviously and it's really satin like all this like I hate talking about this like Asian hate you know going on Mm -hmm. and the thing that it gets me upset and it scares me I have cousins who are Filipinos yeah and you know obviously like it's my two cousins you know and my cousin's baby who's my goddaughter Mm -hmm. like don't fuck with them because yeah i don't talk to them every day like you know but if you mess with them or say something to them like you're gonna get a fucking stick up your ass somehow some way i'm saying (laughs) that right now like you know but it's just it's scary to know that, that this shit is literally still going on i mean i shouldn't even be like surprised and another fucking shooting happened. It's disgusting. It's, it's just gross. It's just, it, it's, ugh. So disgusting. It's disgusting. And again, you know, it's a white man, obviously. And that just upsets me. And I think that was like another, like, that was like, you know, me prendió the. It's triggering. Yeah, it's triggering. And I think like, okay, then air season happened or it's going on in the spring equinox. Whew, I was like, I needed this. Like, I needed to like jump on on this do something like something got me light up again and your fire going yeah and i was like this is what i needed because fuck pisces i love you i know you're a pisces <laughs> I, know. I love you but your season fucked me up this uh, time. i was all in my field <laughs> i'm i'm glad to be out of pisces yes season two. thank you aries <laughs> get on hallelujah yeah push through <laughs> let's go yes <laughs> and i think my regalo oh, um Honestly, for right now, I do. I'm in my place and finally all moved in and settled. And I'm glad you. Yes. (laughs) And it's nice to actually come home and just be in your own space and actually just feel comfortable. Not that I wasn't comfortable in my mom's house, but it's just now it's our space. Yep. You know, and I can now if I don't want to clean, I don't have to clean. Or if (laughs) I don't want to like, you know, do something for one night or, you know, just be as it is. Like now I feel comfortable. Like, dude, I finally have my my um my drum. Mm-hmm. and i did a canto Aww. and i don't like singing in front of people but like to me it's mm-hmm. like i think i have a bomb ass voice yeah when you're alone <laughs> yeah. or in the shower exactly it, right i have my mara carries in masale <laughs> and then i did my drum medicine and it just felt so i needed that i know, you know? what you mean yeah. like it, it just i cried it mm-hmm. felt good but it was a good cry it wasn't yeah. like i'm upset i'm sad no it was like that cry it's like okay i'm happy again refreshing yeah I had a, like, you know, I had a dream. I had, like, that just drumming, and I had that voice, and I had my, I had my Palo Santo on, too. And mm-hmm. I started doing tarot reading again, and I was just like, okay, like, yeah, this is. Medicine. Yeah, like, it felt good. I'm it so really felt good. You. Thank you. And, you know, yeah. and then maybe, you know, I, I wasn't going to, you know, I'm trying to do a own, I mean, I'm not a super good at it yet. I mean, it's just, like, my baby steps, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to do an IG and start doing little tarot readings and stuff like that for Ooh, la gente. That'll be cool. Yeah, algo chiquito, you know. Saber qué pasa. We'll see. <laughs> You'll have to do my cards first. Oh, girl, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I need the energy. Yes. Anyhow, yes, that concludes this episode. <laughs> 
food. <laughs> just just week. be out there. Just remember to always have the bad bitch Donya vibe with you. Have yes. that energy. She's a mood all day, every day. Mm-hmm. If you have a bad, put your real lipstick on. Give that side eye, side eye look to anyone. And then I used to Maria Conquer Felix. Conquer the day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we'll go. catch you next week. Adios. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>